Welcome to Startup Confidential. What food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Episode 65, Artisan Pricing Doesn't Scale. Watch out, founders. I just worked with a phase two client that utilized natural and specialty channels to get over the $1 million sales line pretty successfully. You know, that's roughly $2 million-ish in retail sales. But he went a little fast into conventional with virtually the same SRP as he had at Whole Foods. Buyers, by the way, continue to make these mistakes when they are not focused specialists on premium brands. They just don't think very hard. You know, premium is premium is premium. And they get slotting fees. And that just encourages more sloppy thinking. What happens is that your brand may crawl at the conventional retailer when it's set there at Whole Foods pricing. Especially if that Whole Foods SRP is already near the artisan threshold in your category. One I often counsel clients to avoid. Every category has its gray upper line where unit pricing transforms your brand from an everyday consumable for some niche to essentially a fancy gift or holiday purchase, even for millionaires. You know, in pasta sauce, this is about $10 US or more. In commodity categories that are never culturally used as ceremonial gifts, like cream cheese, there is not a lot of premium you can command and still scale. I'll throw in ready-to-eat cereal while I'm at it. Look at Veal Life plant-based cream cheese in Canada, just as an example. Veal Life is an extension of a large European dairy conglomerate. It's essentially their plant-based division. It trades for $5.99 Canadian per container. Philadelphia sells at similar channels for $5.19 for a similar sized amount. That's only an $0.80 SRP difference or a 15% unit premium for real life. It's pitiful, folks, really, to become the number one market share plant-based cream cheese, and that's your premium. Whoopee! And Philly promos down to 319 regularly because they have the scale to still make money barely off of that insane price. In my book, Ramping Your Brand, I talk about 50 to 200% price premium over market share leading process brands as a viable pricing window for sustained growth. But in dairy, it's often worse. Consumers just hate overpaying in this space for cultural reasons. These are not social show-off categories. Not at all. And there are dozens of other categories just like this where the base price is already high. And folks won't trade up much more at all, even for a considerably new and attractive outcome. In categories with very low price elasticity and a low premium pricing ceiling that I've just been discussing, placing yourself well above that gray line means you will just attract a tiny little niche with little chance of expanding feasibly. Even if you aren't in a commodity category like cream cheese, don't ever price yourself into the artisan stratosphere of your category or you will wind up selling mostly in gift shops and in Q4 whilst thou scratch your head. There is a massive difference between premium CPG pricing and artisan pricing. The difference, honestly, between the fancy food show and Expo West. Often, naive founders will price themselves accidentally into the artisan zone because they want to maintain 40% gross margin and their cost of goods are currently high. 
this can easily lead to SRP is at eight to ten dollars per unit if one is not pausing to think through one's business model. Normally, this is a primary reason to raise money as brands scale to fund lower distributor wholesale costs that lower that SRP, or to engage in promo pricing, you know, to get it down episodically. If, for example, a current retailer won't lower that SRP and is just going to pocket the money. I'm not advocating you gut your price by any means, but you have to be realistic about consumers' willingness to trade up in your category. In the first three to five million dollars, you may easily find enough folks to prop up your business and then it will hit a wall. That wall could very well be the result of artisan pricing where it doesn't belong. In CBG, you really need to look hard at your gross profits early on, not just your gross margin percentage when selling to the distributor. The margin session is pushed by institutional investors because once they strip out all sorts of expenses from your low gross profit biz, but high gross margin business, and yes, that's a thing, the net profits will be up enough to make the enterprise value look better. But you need to make sure that you have reinvested enough of your gross profits. You need to make sure that you are not reserving gross profits for thy salary that should be spent on lowering your SRP at the shelf in conventional channels so you can actually compete. It's all about math, sort of. That's all I've got now, folks. And remember, as always, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his Founders Quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.